Welcome to the Lower Room Discourse, where we talk about the Bible in fun and interesting ways. This is Garland. I've got Caleb and Tad, and we have a very special, in honor of the season, Halloween episode. Mm. Uh, just some various categories that relate to Halloween and thinking through that when it comes to uh, looking at the Bible. And so before we dive in, what was your traditions at Halloween? What, how does your family approach the holiday? Uh, were you allowed to do it even? You know, you're from Branson, yeah. so that might have been something off limits. We're all from the South. On, how, what did that look like? Well, you say we're all from the South. I'm from Branson. That, that's northern Yankee, states right yeah, there. Right. <laughs> that's the Midwest. Yeah, you're right. All right. You're right. So it was totally. My bad. My bad. You're, I forgot you were a Yankee. For within Branson take. <laughs> No, we celebrated. We, we we would trick or treat. The very Branson thing that we would do is we would usually have family costumes. So we would it's either dress up as old women all together, or we would. One year we dressed up. Wait, it's fine, man. It was a different time. <laughs> it was a different time, and it was hilarious. The whole family would dress as old women. And we did that one time. Uh, the best year was we we all. <laughs> Can't wait to hear it. what's. Best, you said this is best. You started with, you know, we do normal stuff like we all would dress up as old women. I didn't say it was normal, I said it's very Branson y of us. But one year we all dressed up as cows, and so I remember we went out and we went and bought these cow masks. And as we were driving home in my parents' green Ford minivan, we had to stop at the bank. And so, like most families, we wood paneling, huh? On the van. No, it was a side, minivan. It wasn't. It, it wasn't the, the ash. Oh, actually, did I, you have that? I think we did no, on the was, inside. That was a beautiful or on touch. the outside. <laughs> Either way, it works. <laughs> I remember I works. got a quarter stuck in the uh, in the AC. My first car lower. was a 1993 green Dodge Caravan. Mine was, I drove that to high school. <laughs> mine was a 1990. <laughs> Dodge Caravan, yes, no, no color it, because there was no paint. Yeah. It was just you, primer. Everyone, if you're listening to this and you are younger than 30, you need to look this up on Google Images oh my and take goodness. a look at these. I had no back seats. The old school Caravan. There, every other car on the road was this. Work. It was this and F-150s. That's all we had then. It was awesome. Um, okay, what happened with so your cows? We buy, these, we buy these cow masks. We decide to go through the bank. My dad, Jim Freeman, says, hey, guys. It would be awesome if we all put these masks on when we pulled up to the tellers and then turned and stared at them. So little boy Caleb is like, yeah, dad, that's a great idea. We all put our masks on. We pull up to the bank tellers, all turn to our left and glare over our shoulders. And instantly these women behind the glass, these bank tellers, you can just see their eyes get so big and they just drop to the floor. Were these demon cow masks? No, just normal. Because you said glare, but the... How would they know well, they the had, glare? They, they had holes the mask is on. in their <laughs> eyes. Group in a van with masks on a bank. Oh, it terrifies. It yeah, you are thinking high. So they instantly <laughs> drop. My dad is freaking out. He takes his off. He's like, no, 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 no. We're not bank robbers. We're just a family of cows. Do a lot of children rob banks in Branson? Well, I is don't know. Is this a know. regular thing? I, they but, were masked. These are, I, I do. an eight-year-old boy in that car. Just a small... I'm not Small robber, man. I'm just telling you, those cows were scary. It was a great costume. It, it went off. That is incredible. <laughs> you can recreate that with your own kids now. I'm thinking about doing it. Arvest? Can I can't make that. You can say Arvest. Yeah. Dad, what were you I know we celebrated Halloween. We did the trick-or-treating thing uh, for a while because we lived, we lived in like a neighborhood up until I was like 10, but then we moved way out in the middle of nowhere. And so it was hard to do the trick-or-treating thing, but like we would celebrate. I just don't have any like key Halloween memories or like traditions. 
really blocked those out. Yeah. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. That's, I, Sorry. I got nothing. We, we can talk about that. <laughs> had some great costumes in recent years, though, as an adult man. You can come, come into the office and we'll talk. Yeah. About the trauma. We'll bring that up in our step study later. I'm upset that we didn't celebrate Halloween. We, I didn't like Halloween much growing up. I went as this, I went as a Razorback basketball player, but in the... Uh, Too cool for like school. Every year. I went every year as this, and I went in the mesh reversible practice gear with like a number that no one on the team had. So it was just like a, it, it had the Russell, like the Russell athletic logo. You know, because it was cheap from play to get sports or well, something like that. You know and that's what I went as every year. You know who typically dresses up as an athlete every year? <laughs> it's the guy who peaked in high school. Further proof. Further proof. I still dress as that. <laughs> totally I remember gone. putting on that jersey and, and what I thought I looked like. And then if I could see myself now, it looked like I was wearing the the pajamas of a real basketball player because these are just so loose and there's I'm not yeah. I had no muscle tone. It's just it's, I might as well wearing a warm up basically. Razorback um, manager. My mom also had this thing where we 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 didn't have a neighborhood, uh, and so she would do this thing that nobody believes ever works, where she would uh, she didn't just put a bowl out. You know that's what people do now. They put a bowl out when they leave and say, um, "Please take you know, one." Just take one. My my mom thought. Well, well, they might just take the whole bag, which was a good instinct. So her response to that was she painstakingly, t- for no reason, would then tape individual pieces of candy to our door. In the middle of the door was the note, please take one, as if the tape was some kind of like fortress, <laughs> impenetrable fortress. You can't that expend these, that energy. That these, these 10-year-olds from down the road uh, could never fort. How I love the they, thinking on that, though. Like, it is different. It's but think different. of the time spent yeah, and the tape, can, the tape spent to tape all of these to the door. Garland's worried about tape costs yeah. over here. <laughs> Price the reason, the reason he can so only go to Arkansas is because they were spending so much money on tape growing up. Well, here's our categories for uh, this episode. We got three, and we're all going to give what maybe, we'll try to all give maybe one or two or our best one, maybe an honor mention or two for each. Here's our, we have three categories instead of one with three answers. So this on, on this episode, we got... Uh, What's the best costume in the Bible? Then we have, uh, what's the scariest place in the Bible? I like believe the, it was scariest scene. Or scene, yeah, place or scene. The yeah. scariest location, we might say. Setting? How about Just setting? story. Well, there's a difference scariest between okay, a scene okay, and a location. Story. Thank you. Thank location you for clarifying that. Yeah, we really got it now. Really <laughs> nailed down. And then uh, maybe the best trick-or-treating house candy-wise. And that, that's actually a lot. Yes. That goes into that one. I really feel confident about mine. Um, I got some. I got some. Good so ones that I one. would. Mine's going to be giving name candy only, um, oh, okay. like name brand, full full bar, full bar, yeah, size. I should, we, should we should we start here? I, you are so excited about it, Tab. We might as well start here. I like okay. you start. I, I like this. Okay. All right. So the the category, and I, I I've got both? one. Yeah, I okay. only. I've, I have all one. the you other start. ones. I've got multiple. I only have one for this. One. I, I want you to start. I want his to go last. He's okay. so excited go, about I, it. I'm very excited. I feel very confident in it. It, it, I didn't As have to usual. think about it. It came to me. It came to me quickly. Most things in life, Garland's confident. <laughs> no surprise here. I got, I got two. You want them both or are we going one at a time? Us, give us an honorable mention and then you're in both. Your, and right, we'll, we'll right. kind of rank them all later. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar's Palace. Ooh, great one. The story of Esther. Uh, he's, he's extravagant. They've got everything. Like, you just know if you go to his palace. Gardens. Yeah, I mean, it's he's, he's showing off. He's got all the money in the world. He's the richest man alive. And he's lavishly just giving out. Uh, name brand candy bars, uh, but also the other one would be in uh, in Second Samuel, uh, David. 
when they when they bring the Ark of the Covenant into Jerusalem and they're celebrating, it says that he handed out to each member of the entire assembly of Israel, both men and women, a portion of bread, a date cake, and a raisin cake, mm. and all the people went home. And I assume that each of those had special <laughs> significance then, but in a modern-day context, he's handing out the best candy. It's like yeah. full-size Butterfinger. He's like full-size Butterfinger, uh, the king-sized Reese's Cups. Twix. And a, a foot-long Twix. Twix. Man, if you could get the full two-pack of Twix. Oh, it's that's a game-changer. That, that would be could it. you imagine getting a date cake? You show up. Have you ever had some, a date? Uh, yes, date, I, mean, I love a date. dates. Good. I yeah, love dates. But a date cake? I picture a fruitcake. No, I bet that's that, much delicious. better than that. I bet it's delicious. You like fruitcake? No, but I would like this. Yeah. <laughs> this sounds delicious okay. to me. <laughs> it's like, this right. is the Halloween party you're going to, though, and you're coming home with a bag. All right. Fruit, Nebuchadnezzar's fruit is the pastel. worst gift you could ever receive from yeah. another human being. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. A fruitcake says, I care about you this little. <laughs> that I got you a fruitcake. I just like you so <laughs> actually, much. I sent I actually, you what I got out of the trash. You don't buy you. them unless you have negative feelings for somebody. <laughs> yes. I'm going to challenge Nebuchadnezzar take, though. Okay. Here's, my, here's why. I read Nebuchadnezzar as greedy, selfish, so he's in unconcerned. A, he's in a gated community that yes, doesn't open yes, the gate on Halloween. He, he actually has the lights darkened. And he's eating the he candy for private, himself. There's a private Halloween uh, that happens I, on October 27th I'm gonna send it back. with only the people in his community. I'm going to send it back, though. He's showing off. He's showing off his wealth and yeah. therefore has to give away okay, okay. all so, of the candy. Because Look that's going to touch mine later. Come up. Because yeah. of I, my argument's going to be okay. that with my guy later. So I'm right. going to have to let okay. that stand. I, I let right. that side because that's my argument as well. I think <laughs> uh, a key tenant of someone who has great candy at their house is... There's a little bit of generosity on your shoulder. Though. You're showing off, but there's a lot of pride. I'm going to demonstrate to everybody. <laughs> We're totally just judging every house that gives away nice candy. I'm going to like they gave me a full size Twix, but like we're showing off. Yeah. What, what do you think they have to jerk. prove? Well, it's kind of like throwing throwing your tithes in the uh, in the canister so it rings real loud. Yeah. Exactly what Jesus rebuked. Jesus is like, look at them. Instead They're giving the- off brand a single candy like the widow's mite <laughs> to every guest that comes along. The widow who gave you, a single raisin fun, to the trick or treater. Fun size Milky Way is the widow's mite of all candy. You get a single raisin, you're like, I'm never going there again. But either way, you need someone who's a little generous but very prideful. And that is exactly the rich young ruler from Mark 10 that Jesus rebukes. The man comes up to me and says, I love you. I love everything that you teach. What do I have to do to inherit uh, eternal life? And he's like, well, you've got to be generous. You can do that. He's like, I've obeyed all your commands. I give out king-size Twix. And Jesus says, no. Do they have a king-size Twix? Yeah, there's four bars in it. No way. Yes, I'm buying it on the way home from here. And Jesus says, no, you need to sell all of your possessions. And come follow me. And the man goes away sad because he, he, he was so wealthy. That's the person who's slightly generous but very prideful. Ted, here's what's They're giving what's away candy this. bars. You can see it in his eyes. I'm looking, looking at him right now. No, look at his eyes. He's he crazed. so wants it to be the right answer. Right? He's begging for it. He really Daniel needs this to be right. All, right. all right. It's better than date cake, okay, boy. Listen, listen, no, we all channeled, we I, all I said it in a modern take, though. That's true. That was that's the, true. That was that's true. The, you did modernize the top it. rat candy bars of the day. Way to exegete that now. nugget of truth right there. <laughs> Let's contextualize that nougat of truth. That nougat of truth. Oh, my gosh. Thank you. Okay, Garland, go. 
so many people that listen to this have said, y'all are such fools, dorks, and your nougat of truth just proves them right. <laughs> so um, here's mine. And I'm channeling what you both channeled. Here's why I think, here's why I think my, my answer here would win. Um, we also have to know about the house. The house matters. We're, I'm going to channel the same argument, which is I think this person's uber insecure, wants to show off, desperate for approval, and wants to be known as that house, right? Gaudy so, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, my answer is, and you'd have to Google it and Google image search it, it. Do a Google image reconstruction of Herod's house at Caesarea by the sea. It sits on the Mediterranean Sea. It was ridiculous. It was massive. It's like an acre and a half in size, the house itself. He had a platform built out into the Mediterranean to extend his house out onto the ocean. So they had basically uh, three sides were surrounded by the ocean. But he didn't like salt water, so he had a pool built in the middle of it, open-air atrium, but he didn't like the salt water, so they had to bring in fresh water, even though the ocean's right there. This, by the way, is where Paul was in prison for a year uh, after he... He goes down to Jerusalem, he gets, in, he gets in prison, he goes up, and they send him to Caesarea, Herod's house, Caesarea by the sea. Um, I've got all of the same stuff y'all have with Herod. I mean, this guy's completely insecure. He des he's desperate for approval from the people. He needs them mm -hmm. to say they've got king-size. Herod's giving out king-size Reese's. And when you go down his driveway, you're like, oh, this is sweet. The problem is it's gated. It's definitely and, gated. And, no, 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 it's not. Here's why. No, no, no. Here's why. He okay, explain, needs, and then I'll prove you wrong he again. He needs the people. He, it is gated. You're not. But Thank he, you. Oh, You're right, though. He, he, he opens has to win it. them over. He Remember when I said it's with gated, this, and he goes, no, it's no, not. No, it's not. But he it's opens not. it. It is gated. He opens it with the most lavish ceremony of I think opening. I am now welcoming you into my Halloween. I think we've got two contenders for this question. It's your Herod's house because you you latched onto the house nature of the question. And then I've got the closest thing to a list of candy bars in the Bible. We so. Herod, Herod isn't on there because we know what he serves on platters. Heads. Heads. It's, it's not candy. House. It's not sweet treats. It's it's I will grant I will grant that. Thank I will you. grant that. Okay, here's it's what we're vengeance. gonna do. We're gonna make a we're gonna make an exception on this episode. Here's the exception. Um many of you have also told us, both in person uh and texting us and uh Instagramming us that uh you disagree strongly with our rulings, that we are fools and uh there are different winners that should have been nominated. So on our Halloween episode, we're going to leave it to you. Um, we'll throw it out on Instagram, and uh, you tell us uh, who you think the winner of this one is. Our second category is um, scariest place. Scene. Or scene or setting. Location. Well, there's a In the Bible. Okay. Scariest scene or setting. Okay. Or story. Tad, would you like to go? Or you want me to start uh, this I one? I started the last one. You go. <clears throat> okay. All I have is two words. They're really easy. Demon pigs. <laughs> Demon there it is. pigs. We cannot go through Halloween without talking about Mark 5, not 4, as I've said in the past. Forgive me. The sad thing is, as a nod to you, my best costume, one of my best costume options was Demon pig Demon guy. Demon pig is a nod to you. Yeah, so can you, you have won us all over. Now, everyone that listens to this loves the Demon, Demon pig, pig story. Demon pig five. shirts are coming your way. Story. Check out the merch. Could you imagine that scene, though? with a flock of demonized pigs running and drowning themselves in a river. That would be, that is a terrifying story. Terrifying. The voice, the, 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 the scariest part of the story is whenever Jesus says, what's your name? 
And he answers, we are Legion. We are Legion. And it I've depends always, on how you picture the voice. always imagined it's just Picture it's like, scary, it's Halloween. I've always <laughs> wanted it to be like multiple mini voices right. like laying over each other. It'd be terrifying. I have also had to slaughter a pig before and it's not quiet. And so if you could imagine all of these. <laughs> Might be mentioned, this is now the second time that Caleb has told us that he slaughtered a pig. On this podcast. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Again, I will say for the second time of this episode, thanks for sharing. We, <laughs> thanks have, we sharing, have some time man. to talk about that at another occasion. Um, it's scary. <laughs> you hear things. It's an un it's it's a ghastly sight. Garland. I've got two, and I'll let I'll let you uh it's cheating. I'll, I'll let you decide I'll let you decide which one we nominate or we'll let the audience pick between either. Uh the first one is um there's a place in the book of Judges. It's in Judges 19. I actually cannot go into the details of the story because it's too graphic. The place is Gibeah, all right? Here's what, oh, yeah. ha- what, here's what happens. A particular traveler is moving through the countryside. He can't find a place to stay. He ends up finding a, a, a person's house to stay in. He's not welcomed in the city. So automatically as you walk in, you got to picture the fog. You got to picture he's knocking on doors. No one is answering. There's no lights on. Some foreshadowing. You have La- the people who will show up all staring. It's from fi- the oh, dark. yes, yes. And you I know, can't, again, I can't go into the detail because it's too graphic. But essentially what happens is um, some some people show up, and I, I have got to imagine them as that, like, complete evil intent yeah, almost something that you'd see in like uh, the I Am Legend zombie ish. Yeah, and they are they have evil intent. The story gets weird, uh, and that location becomes the location for like that's where bad that's bad. This actually incites a massive uh, we might call it even an internal struggle within Israel because of what happens at Gibeah, yeah. and forever marking it as remember what happened there. Like, don't go there at night. Gibeah is yeah. my first option. Well. Yeah, and it's really good. I actually read about it this morning. I've been reading through Judges. In quiet time, huh? <laughs> yeah, just some light reading. Um, but it is a horrible story. Not only is the like, mob that shows up horrible, yeah. but then the response at to night, the mob. It's at night. It's dark. It's scary. The, it's vile. It's heinous. It's what wicked. What is sent out is yeah. ridiculous. That is yeah. a it's, very... It's, it's terrible. There's a lot of things you could do with that in it's a no Halloween pigs, setting that you could set up. Here's my second. There's a place. It's just to the. Uh, it's just to one side of one of the mountains in Jerusalem. On one end of the city of Jerusalem is what we call the Mount of Olives and the uh, the Jezreel Valley. On the other side is a particular valley, and in this valley, it's where uh, some some scholars is debated. It's where they burn some of their trash, some of their refuse. It's also where, in the idolatrous period of ancient Israel, the Old Testament, they ended up doing really weird sacrifices, including child sacrifices to pagan gods. Um, so here's what we got. We've got trash heap. It's in a valley. You got the weird ominous shadows from above. You've got child sacrifice associated with this place. And the name of this place is Gehenna, which then becomes associated with, that's the place where you, like basically hell becomes associated yeah, hell. with this place. <clears throat> Do I need to say anything else? Pretty That's pretty That's scary. Pretty, it's pretty Those scary. Those are my two options for scariest place that scariest you have to place. enter. What, what, Gibeah yeah, what, what's and the, Gehenna. What's the pagan god that... <clears throat> Molech. Uh, Molech, that Molech. has the hands that they would place the child. It's, it's horrific. It's all it's very strange. Um, um, so, I, yeah. I don't want to go either into any of <laughs> I don't want to be around Damon Pig Guy. But uh, I'm telling you, you ain't going into Gibeah. Gibeah and you is, aren't even getting near Gehenna. Gehenna stories. is scary. I think Gibeah is worse because of... What happened? Yeah, it's, you just can't read the story and not go. I ain't going there. No, I'm not walking a, in that. It's city. a horror movie with no. <laughs> it's, 
Hills story. It's just horror. It's just horror. It's just horror. Dad? Scariest um, place. I kind of went more like with scene, um, but I think, I mean, all of the, uh, all of the, the plagues in Exodus with Egypt, I think just get progressively scarier. And, but specifically the, the ninth plague uh, where it's three days of absolute utter darkness and there's no light in anywhere. I almost even like the way you read the story is almost the thought of like, they were like trying to light candles and it's just, even that light gets you, absorbed by the dark. If you portrayed it in a movie, it that would be, would be horrifying. It'd be so stinking. If you were trying creepy. to light a candle, could you imagine three days no light? Three got days dead of, and of, dead like frogs. Yeah, and everything, everything, stinks. everything stinks and is like you're stepping around and you're stepping on dead bugs and locusts and frogs. Well, imagine and everything like, that's eaten all those dead bugs yeah, and just, stuff it, too. It's it, just it, it's 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 also foreshadowing of probably the the scariest being the the tenth plague with the the, the angel of death and. I mean, just the wailing that would be happening that night as, yeah. as people woke up to find their firstborn dead. So, like, just that sequence of days leading up to the, the end of the Exodus would be horrifying. Okay, uh, we've done... we got some really scary ones we, here. We've on got map. Scary Place. We've got... Uh, we've got... Uh, our best house for candy. <laughs> we got to come back we, up for we, air. We, we probably yeah. should have thought about the order of these. All right. What about your best costume? <laughs> let's, let's be idiots again. All right. What's your best costume that you've got from uh, the Bible? Looking through the all of the Bible, Halloween episode, best costume you could think of from the Bible. Your turn, Garland. You Is it my turn to start? Turn okay. To start. One of mine was Demon Pig Guy. You could go it as a group costume, but that was more of a nod to you, Caleb. Explain group costume. You are, you, <laughs> Explain group listen, costume. Listen, that would make You the, all show up to a bank. You have yeah, pig exactly. masks on. Your teller should not have been afraid by the cows, but the demon the red-eyed t- pigs, that would get them, all right? That's what's going to do it from the tombs. Um, so that's from Mark chapter 5. Uh, here's, here's my... Here's a couple. Here's, I'm going to give you, a, again, a couple more. Um, one of them is... Uh, now you got to imagine what makes for a good Halloween costume is it has to be ridiculous. It has to be obviously costumish, but you also have to be able to explain it and people immediately go like, Oh, I get it. So it can't be this long detailed explanation. Yeah, it's got to be quick. Um, here's the costume. You would walk in and there's a bunch of ways you could do this. You could go with, uh, different things kind of draped on your arms and head. You could go with a group. This could be a group costume as well, but a fantastic, outrageously cheesy, stupid Christian costume would be the fruit of the spirit. <laughs> You're going as are you the fruit, fruit of the loom? No, we're fruit <laughs> of, of the, the spirit. spirit. Yeah, I so imagine you, them like you roll, the you knock on the door, are, uh, and they look at you, and you've got you know those. You remember that that whatever that product was that had the. The person with the halo of fruit, uh-huh. and you you have that going. You've got just stuff everywhere. You've got little arm, little twigs hanging this off. This is definitely a costume making an appearance at like a church's trunk or oh, treat. Oh, it's always right. got to be at a church. Yeah. What, church, what? yeah, it's a, it's not it's a, a real trunk or treat. treat. Yeah. And they go, "What are you?" And you got the fruit of the spirit. Like, oh yes, you are. Yeah. I just love that passage. <laughs> what what um, would each of the fruit be? What would love be? I Passion fruit. I, it doesn't matter. It's the yeah, people. It doesn't, it doesn't uh, matter. Joy is like characters and inside kinds of fruit. Joy would be a mango. I would love that. A couple other options. Uh, I like if it. we want to stick with the cheesiness, you've got uh, armor of God that you could go as. You've got different versions of the Shekinah glory that you could probably partake in. <laughs> you could be a burning bush. You could be a pillar of fire. Or you a pillar of salt. Fl- a flaming tongue. There's a lot of ways you could go with Shekinah glory. Um, 
As my wife and I discussed this particular episode, she threw out, and I said, that is stupid and terrible. And then she's like, no, think about it. She goes, great group costume, Job and his friends. And I was like, how does that work at all? And she goes, you just tatter yourself up with sores and brokenness and, and all this. And then you got three people mocking him. And then when you walk in, you say, we're Job and his friends. And I'm like, there's an audience that would love that, actually. Um, so those are our, those were the options that I'm coming with. But I'm going as fruit. Of the spirit, Ted. Okay. Um, mine were, uh, so I'll go with a kiddish one first and then kind of a scarier one. Uh, but just there's a story in First Kings after Elijah uh, confronts the priest of Baal and they do the whole summoned fire from the sky mm-hmm. moment and God sends fire, consumes the sacrifice. And, uh, but then Jezebel basically puts out like a death warrant for Elijah and he runs. And the way that it's kind of portrayed in the story is that he just uh, said the Lord gave him special strength and he tucked in his cloak and ran ahead of Ahab's chariot all the way to the entrance of Jezreel. It sounds like he gave him super speed. So kind of like summoning like a, if you're like a young Hebrew child dressing up for this holiday. Forget the flash. Elijah, it's the flash. It's I the want flash. Elijah. Yeah, it's, I'm dressing up as Elijah. It's, a, it's an ancient version of flash. Um, so that, that, that would be one. And then, and by the uh, way, that's not an easy journey. Like to go from Mount Carmel where he was and he, just, just Google it's this like an ultra on, marathon. Just, everybody, anybody listen, just Google it. You're going from Mount Carmel, which is in the Northern part of Israel to Jezreel, which is way in the Southern part of Israel. And what's happening is as you go through that Jezreel Valley, um, it, the, the terrain is changing like hmm. crazy. So it's moving up and down. And so, yeah, that and would be... being chased by chariots. Yeah, and you're being chased, by, <laughs> being chased by chariots. So from Mount Carmel down into the valley and then down to the southern part all the way down. That, that's a long journey as he gets down to so where he's going. He's a, a superhero. He's a, he's a superhero. Uh, he's Forrest Gump. You're adult? Then, uh, you're adult? The adult, option. like kind of uh, group, group scary costume is the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Yeah, that works. And, and you can mm. all... See, you guys made fun of the group cows and the group costumes, and yet each one of your costumes was a group costume. One of mine was a group, but it was the it was the beast and the prostitute riding the beast from Revelation 17. I wasn't sure how to do that as a costume, so I just left it off. But I had it written down. You didn't leave it off. You didn't leave it off. You you brought brought it back up. up. What are what are you supposed to be? We're the beast and the prostitute from Revelation 17. That's one that isn't easily explained. No one hears that and is like, oh. Oh, yeah. It's, a, it's kind of a... Where's the seven heads of that beast? Yeah, kind of you a know. Bible version of... Uh, <laughs> Jabba the Hutt? And, yes. And, and, yes. And <laughs> so dumb. Caleb? <laughs> Ooh. Well, I thought John the Baptist would be fun just because... Honey? Honey on your... <laughs> honey it's on your beard. Hair. You I some, thought John the Baptist would be fun because of honey on your hair. <laughs> That's you what got, you said. You basically dressed up like a caveman or it's just this wilderness beast man. But I, I think a better one because <laughs> of honey. What's a wilderness beast man? <laughs> it's easily explainable. <laughs> this episode's been a trip. <laughs> so here, here's my real costume. Because it fits in. Whether you're with your grandma at the Christian Halloween party or you're just with your friends at a different Halloween party, you go as Lazarus because you get to basically John be, 11. Yeah, but I John 11, after, after his death. Yeah, after his death and resurrection. So right after Jesus says, 
Lazarus come out. Uh, Mary and Martha are like, no, it stinks in there. So you actually have some stink bait on you. So you make yourself <laughs> could work as a, a group costume. You have Mary and Martha as you well. You could group yep. costume it if you want. You're the king of group costumes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you, 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 know, you basically are coming out as this man who's now alive, but he's wrapped in the cloth that he came out of the tomb with. So it's this mummy. Mummy. This resurrected man. <laughs> it's, it's hopeful yet modernized into a mummy. And <laughs> it's multicultural because you, 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 <laughs> <laughs> in what way is it multicultural? <laughs> You're kind of dabbling in this Egyptian sarcophagus mummification process. It's a throwback. You it's, know, it, the, yeah. The you know. So that's that's why I have, won. Go ahead and vote for Lazarus, the we rich will young leave it ruler. To the audience because <laughs> yeah. there's nothing else to say. We've embarrassed ourselves to the full extent on this particular episode Water of ride. the Lower Room Discourse. Thanks for joining us. We hope that was fun and interesting and not blasphemous. If it was all of those things, then share it with a friend and follow us on Instagram at The Lower Room Discourse. See you next time.